Hi, everybody. Have you ever heard a conversation that was scary or or sad and you sort of picked it up and it became part of you for the day, like it uh, clouded your day? Maybe uh, you heard something early in the morning and you went to work and you were grumpy all day, or maybe you saw something um, in the news somewhere and it affected your mood for the entire day. I mean, it's hard not to do that, right? And um, something similar happened to me this morning that I wanted to share an insight with you. Um, this is the You Don't Own Me podcast and I'm Juliana J. And I wanted to just share with you a little bit about what happened to me this morning. So this morning, I, uh, you know, was got up and I was getting ready to leave, and um, I heard this person yelling, and there was like a yell, like a fight, and people were calling each other names and um, all the stuff, and I. Uh, I don't, didn't recognize the people. They were not in the neighborhood. Maybe they were just passing through or walking or something. I don't really know. But anyway, my initial reaction, uh, because I'm an abuse survivor, so whenever I hear yelling, I always feel like, <gasps> you know, and my initial um, feeling with that was like, <gasps> oh, gosh, something's horrible happening. Something's happening to these other people. I need to... Um, I need to do something either I'm going to hide or I'm going to help somebody or, you know, like, what do we need to do? And I'm like, my, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, my, my breath is like quickening and sweating. And um, I go check out the window to see what's happening. And the people are on either side of the street yelling at each other. That's why it was so loud. And it just looked like more... They were upset with one another. It didn't look dangerous or anything like that. So, um, you know, I'm trying to decide, like, okay, well, it doesn't look dangerous. So nobody's in trouble. They're just, you know, yelling at each other right now, blah, blah, blah. But I'm still feeling like afraid to go outside and all those things you might feel. This might resonate with you if you um, are easily influenced by things that happen in the outside world or the news, stuff like that, or, you know, you're a trauma survivor like I am and yelling translates to you as like, oh, I better run and hide now because the yelling is the precursor to the other violent stuff that happens afterwards, right? And I had to stop myself and take a deep breath and go, wait, this isn't your fight. This isn't your experience. This is something else that's happening outside of you that isn't about you. And you don't have to pick this up and internalize it like I always do. You don't have to do that. You know, I can just observe that it's happening and see if people are safe and not let it in. And I think that's really hard. I think that so many times we confuse empathy and caring with uh, internalizing people's problems. And you don't have to internalize other people's things in order to be empathetic or compassionate towards them. And I think this is really a tough lesson for a lot of us because 
I have always felt like in order for me to have compassion or empathy for someone else when they come to me with an issue, I take it on. I internalize it in some, I turn it inward on myself in some way. And I don't, you don't have to do that. You know, you can simply recognize it as something I've experienced before and something that is challenging or hard. And maybe I have a similar type experience, but I don't have to pick it up and relive the similar experience or or internalize it. I can just recognize it, label it. I can leave it on the other side of my wall and I can go, oh, I see that as abuse. I recognize that. I know what that is from experience. I can have compassion and empathy for this person, but I don't have to open the doors to it. I don't have to let it in. And that takes a lot of time to kind of change that way of being because if you're somebody who's grown up with trauma or you've had trauma in your life or you've had an abuse situation early in your childhood like I have um you're very you're kind of conditioned to pick up all these things oh something horrible happens in the news pick that up and internalize it oh i saw some but yelling on the street, pick that up and internalize, you know, it's all, we all just pick it up and internalize it immediately because um, that's part of our trauma experience. And so changing that, how we relate to those things is really, really important. And it's a process, you know, you can't just like, just like that, you're going to do it. You know, I recognize that it was 10 minutes after I started fretting and freaking out about the yelling fight. And I had to talk myself down. I had to do some positive self-talk like, you know, you don't have to own this. This isn't about you. And you can have compassion for those people and um, make sure that no one's getting hurt or injured, you know, because you don't want to be one of those people that stands by and does nothing if something's happening. But you can still have compassion for those people, but you don't have to own it. And I think that's something especially if you're in an abusive relationship or you've come from abusive relationships or you're in relationships that have some element of toxicness to it, that um, oftentimes you feel like you have to take on your partner or your friend or whomever the person is that you're in a relationship with. You have to take on those negative qualities or negative things about them or toxic things about them or abusive things about them or um, their trauma or their um, negative experiences as your own in order to fully be compassionate or empathetic to them. And sometimes we kind of confuse that with love, right? We think that, um, oh, if I love you, that means I totally all of your stuff becomes my stuff too. And, um, and so I'm carrying around not only things I'm working through, but the things my loved ones are working through as if they're mine, you know, and I've internalized them and they become part of who I am. And I think a lot of us approach relationships that are somewhat intimate in that way. You know, we tend to think, well, that's, 
you know, you're doing it subconsciously. You love this person, you're supporting them, you feel compassionate, you have empathy towards them. So you pick up their issues and you internalize them as your own. And that's, I think, when we start in this slippery slope of um, enabling people to do things, you know, that maybe aren't the most healthiest choices for them, but where because we've now globbed on to whatever the situation is and it's become ours, we're now trying to fix it in an enabling way for the other person. And that's not um, necessarily the most positive thing to do for either of you. So if you're one of those people that any trauma in the world you're picking up and it's becoming part of you, it's important that you recognize that when it happens. Oh, I'm picking up someone else's stuff right now. This isn't mine. I'm just freaking out because I saw this horrible thing on, um, you know, Instagram where there was a horrible flood and a lot of people died. And I, I don't have to t internalize that, but I can have, I can recognize it. I can keep it on the other side of my wall and I can recognize it as this is horrible. I know what it's like to have nothing, to lose everything, to lose a loved one. I don't know what it's like in that situation because I've never been in a horrible flood, but I can definitely show compassion and empathy and do something to help. I don't, you don't let it become part of you, you know? And I think that it gets muddy for people because some people internalize it so deeply. They've so internalized uh, the grief or sorrow or um, trauma of someone else. So recognize that when it happens, you know, like, oh, you hear a horrible story. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna look at it, you know, objectively. I'm going to label it for what it is. I'm going to uh, maybe decide that I share uh, understanding from situations that may have happened to me, although I'll never know what it's like to be those people exactly. And I'm going to decide if I can do some good here and help these people or help this situation or whatever it may be. But I'm not going to take it in as something that happened directly to me. It still hurts because if you're of the belief system like I am, that we're all connected, we're all this energy out in the world and we're all connected, we're really all one because when you break everything down, we're just all energy you know, in the taking the form of a solid or a liquid or the air or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, but we're all connected and we're all, we all share the common bond of love. So you can give somebody love without becoming their trauma. It's possible. You have to recognize it when you're doing it. Like, oh, I'm not taking this on. You can give somebody lots of love and compassion and empathy, but you don't have to say, you don't have to relive any experiences you had that were similar, that may be triggering and bring up things for you. You don't have to internalize what's going on with them to you. You know, you can just recognize it. I notice this for what it is. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Know that I love you and I support you and I'll see you in the next one.